What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Lift Inspired Podcast. Today I talk about the top seven shitty gym exercises. Now, this is all from a hypertrophy standpoint because each exercise themselves might have a purpose. So listen up. Hey, what is going on? on you beautiful people welcome to the lift inspired podcast today we're going to talk about top seven shitty exercises this is going to come from my hypertrophy standpoint so what i mean by hypertrophy is in the points of muscle growth so if you guys are really trying to a let's say grow your chest muscles or your arm muscles your back muscles themselves your shoulders this is all going to be from that standpoint because i wouldn't say any exercise is particularly shitty um in general because you know nothing is better I mean, something is better than nothing. So actually using that muscle itself is better than not using it at all. And there, most exercises do have a certain purpose for specific kind of reasons, right? So specific reasons themselves might be just like mobility, stability, just work on your balance side of things. Um, yeah, so each of them might have a different specific reason. So that's why I'm specifically hounding in on the reason of hypertrophy, right? Muscle growth themselves, because most of you guys want to have this dream body, and that dream body has a lot of muscle on it, right? Usually when you look at like Chris Hemsworth or some of those action star figures, uh, movie celebrities, they do have a lot of muscle, right? So you guys want to pack on that muscle and also lose that fat itself. So when you do lose that fat, you can shed it off and reveal that muscle. So that's the whole standpoint on this video. And hopefully this is gonna make sense. So going on to number one is gonna be the dumbbell tricep kickbacks. So dumbbell tricep kickbacks is a very, very shitty exercise for the reason being that it the tension curve on that is absolutely really bad. Right, so at the very start of lift, it's going to be very, very hard. Then at the very top, I mean, at the very at the very beginning of lift, it's gonna be very easy. At the very top, it's gonna be very hard. You, you can't even hold it for very long itself, and then it goes away quickly. Right, so the tension curve itself, it's really, really easy. Then it's super, super hard. Right, just nothing in between. It's like super easy, then super hard. Right, so with that tension, the muscle themselves, you're not really getting like like that contraction you would like let's say on demo press or throughout the motion itself um you're gonna have obviously some points that are a little bit slightly harder than the others like at the bottom of a dumbbell bench press the pressing that is slightly harder but with like a dumbbell tries to kick back that tension curve is like more exponential right and you're not really getting much quote unquote like time under tension on that end and there is the actual range of motion on like a dumbbell tries to kick back is very minimal right so the reason the dumbbell tries to kick back works, yes, is because of gravity. That's how pretty much all of them work except cables. Um, so when you look at a gravity perspective over there, you could definitely see why at first, let's say when you dumbbell tries to kick back, you're picturing that one. It's really easy at first, then really hard to top because you're resisting that full way that gravity, it's directly lined up with that at the very top and all the tensions over there. And you can't really hold it for very long. And it's not really very ideal for you to actually putting that tension throughout the whole tricep muscle. And there's significantly so many better exercises to do so. So number two is going to be a dumbbell weight or curl. So you're actually going to be limiting the weight you can actually use um, in terms of a strength kind of standpoint and hypertrophy standpoint. So you're going to just limit the amount of weight you could use, which is going to limit your muscle gain. So again, this is from a hypertrophy perspective over there because your grip 
over there is going to be a very limiting factor, right? Yes, you're going to work that short head of the bicep itself. Yes, it's still going to work that bicep, but you're just going to be limiting the amount of weight you could use, which is going to limit the, pretty much the amount of gains you could get, so which is not what we want. Now, number three, this one's going to be a very obvious one for a lot of people, is going to be BOSU ball exercise. So BOSU ball exercise provide no advantage in terms of a hypertrophy standpoint. You're going to see a lot of people on like Instagram, all these platforms, hop on a BOSU ball, do some squats, do some curls and shit because it looks cool, right? But the only thing you're doing is, yes, you're activating your core. You might, if you actually want to build up your core and like build those ab muscles, resistance training, like cable crunches, adding some weight is actually going to do that because your abs are muscle cells. Uh, but given the fact that you have to throw in a stability component to as well, uh, in terms of using your core and making sure you have to balance that and not fall off and trying to do the exercise where, you know, you're, let's say you're doing curl or squats that you're trying to move most of my weight, they're counterproductive, right? So you want to do them separately if you're trying to work out something that has the more balanced side of things uh, and also trying to output the most amount of weight because you're trying to output the most amount of weight, also trying to balance, you're going to probably get injured, right? Just increase that chance of injury over there. You're just going to limit the amount of weight you could actually just use because when you're trying to push as much weight and get as much muscle as you can, you want the most stable exercise, right? So a lot of exercise, like even like chest support T-bar row, uh, chest support dumbbell row, are going to be a lot better because you're in a stable motion where no other muscles are going to be limiting factors. Because if you do, let's say, a free weight T-bar row or let's say a, a regular standing dumbbell row, your limiting factor might be your core and your lower back, right? So hopefully that makes sense over there. So both balls, absolutely just get rid of them. You don't need them. Now, next up is going to be a plate press. So especially uh seven press, which is a standing up plate press. Oh my God, that's the worst one. Because one, if you're trying to grow your chest, a seven plate press where you're standing up, you're going to act against gravity, which is going to be using your shoulders to hold up that weight. And your shoulders are not going to be stronger than your chest. Your chest is a bigger muscle, can push more weight. Uh, two, you're limiting the fat amount of weight you could actually press up because of the plate, right? Plates are pretty much 45 pounds. And you you know, if you could double bench press 45 pounds each side, well, guess what? You're, you know, you're stronger on there and you're going to have more outputs on that side of things. And lastly, is going to be pretty much the movement itself. So a plate press, you know, putting your hands together, creating great pump, but you're actually working a lot of triceps too as well, right? And also mention the shoulders. Um, even if you're flat on a bench because of that motion where your elbows are more tucked in, you're going to be working a lot more of the triceps. So it's really not great. So number five, the hip rotation machine. I don't know who the fuck designed this machine, but they should get fired uh, because it really serves like no purpose. Well, when your upper body and your lower body kind of, it's basically that upper body and lower body where your lower body's twisting and your upper body's staying still. That is not how your body moves. Your body works as one. It should be rotating your whole trunk at once. Uh, this is going to increase that chance for injury. This is not how your body should be functioning, and especially when you add resistance and that load on that side of things. No, I get it's supposed to work the obliques, but no, just stop. You're that's just literally no point. This machine, I hate it itself, and I really don't know why they made it. So next up is going to be a landmine chest press, similar to the reasons of the uh, plate press. Besides, this one itself is going to be allowing you to overload the weight a little bit easier. Yes, but it's going to work a lot more the front delt, triceps, and actually setting up getting to position. It's going to expend a lot of energy because one, you have to pop it up to as well, which is, you know, like getting it into the position. It's taking a lot of energy expenditure. And in that energy expenditure moment, you're not going to use that chest muscles very much. But yes, a lot of shoulders, a lot of triceps, just not a very great movement overall. A little bit more stability, but not great for hypertrophy. So would not include that one over there. 
Now, last but not least, is going to be the cable Romanian deadlift. Some people call this a cable pull-throughs, but uh, I see mostly girls do this, and I've seen it a handful of times, so I thought I'd include this list. But if you're using, like, a tricep rope or something like that and doing some RDLs with that one, no, stop. Like, just stop. So this is going to work your hamstrings a little bit, but it's not going to be a line of force that really works it to the greatest extent. So... With the line of force of the cable RDLs or cable pull-throughs, this is going to be like a resistance curve of down and back. So what I mean that is like down into the side rather than having just down. So that's what you ideally want it to be. That resistance going straight down so you can pull, push your butt back and to get that tension on the hamstrings. This is going down and like to the right, down and back, like to sideways. So that's going to take tension away from there. It's not, it's going to over, let, I mean, it's going to go, Limit the amount of weight you could actually use too as well, given the fact that the cables are going to limit the, the amount of weight you could use and also the tension side of things. So this cable RDL is not great. Cable pull-throughs, don't do them. So hope you guys learned something. That was top seven shitty gym exercises that from a hypertrophy standpoint. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in the 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So, if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at KevinWuWu underscore. That is K-E-V-I-N-W-U-W-U underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.